0: And God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. There's a branch of philosophy called teleology. Comes from the Greek word telos, meaning the highest good, the fullest potential, the inherent purpose or objective of a person, the reason why we exist. I believe that Genesis 1 26 through 28 gives us the highest teleological reason for existence, what it means to be human, what it means to live the good life. We see here that we were made in God's own image after his likeness, unique among all the created beings that God has spoken into existence, made in the image of God. It means that we have attributes that are similar to God's attributes, what theologians call the communicable attributes of God, that we are rational and emotive beings, that we can restrain our passions unlike the beasts, that we can channel our creative energies and look out and imagine a future that we are co-creating with God, that we are unique among all of God's creation, made in his image, male and female, co-equal in the sight of God, men and women together displaying the glory, the richness of the person of God himself. And then God gives mankind dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And again, in verse 28, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion. Now, a lot of us have negative associations with words like subduing or dominion. We think back to 20th century dictators who usurped power, who domineered over people, subjugating them, revoking their rights, putting millions to death in order to retain power, to subdue peoples under them. But those notions of dominion and what it means to subdue are warped and twisted because of the effects of sin. Of course, it was never intended to be that way. You look forward to the life of Jesus and his disciples and he's consistently mentoring them back to the original intent behind leadership and dominion. That those among you who would be the greatest must become the least. Those who want to be ruler of all must become slave or servant of all. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And we see here in Genesis 1 what type of dominion God had in mind, that right after this narrative, he puts Adam and Eve in the garden to tend it, to have dominion over it. And how does a gardener have dominion over a garden? If you've ever tried to keep a piece of land, to cultivate it, to bring about fruitfulness, to bring about beauty, it's hard work you have to exercise a measure of dominion over that space, but it's in order to bring about fruit, it's in order to bring about beauty, it's a type of dominion that serves, that's tender, that's patient, that understands the needs of that which it has dominion over in order to tend it well. In the blessing, the command of God here is to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth Look forward to Habakkuk 2.14, that the glory of God will cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. This has been the intention of God from the beginning, that his nature, what he is like, would be reproduced in the earth. That as man and woman image bearers of the creator, as we multiply physically and fill the earth physically, we are also filling the earth with the image, the representation of what God is like that he is creative and his creative power doesn't usurp, it doesn't subjugate negatively, but it tends to bring about fruitfulness and beauty, a flourishing human society in harmony with the created order, sociology and ecology in balance. That as we create culture and art and language and human society and economy and family, that each of these creative acts in some way reflects the nature of the Creator God, whose wisdom is limitless, whose power is uncontested. Father, thank you that this is the revelation from Scripture that we are not here by accident. We are not the product of time, chance, and chemistry, but we are here as an act of intentionality that you brought us forth with a purpose. That purpose, that telos, is to know you, being made in your image, able to commune with you, entering into that Trinitarian fellowship that you, Father, Son, and Spirit, had enjoyed from eternity past, and out of an overflow of generosity, created mankind in your image, rational, emotive, communicative beings to fellowship with you, to fellowship with one another. And then out of that fellowship to co-create with you, to have dominion, to subdue the earth so that maximum beauty and fruitfulness could be brought forth tenderly as those who are cultivating the garden of this world, that what you're like, who you are, your character, your nature could be reflected and fill the earth, the glory of God filling the earth, covering the earth as the waters cover the seas. This is the highest good, to know you and to make you known, to fellowship with you, to commune with you. And then out of that contentment and joy that we find in your presence, as David would say in Psalm 16, in your presence is fullness of joy. Out of that place, now we engage creatively and diligently and vigilantly the callings, the invitations that you have extended to us to participate in your work in the world, whether right at home in our own families, with our roommates, with the people that we dwell together with, whether within our neighborhoods and our communities, in the nation, the nations of the earth, through our vocations, through our avocations, and through what we enjoy as participants in a creative community. Father, I pray that you would help the body of Christ live the good life to not settle for lesser stories, to not settle for lower goals than fellowship with you, communion with you as those made in your image, and then as sent ones into the garden of this world to cultivate it and tend it and keep it, to bring about fruitfulness, to bring about beauty for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.